0: St. Augustine is uh, one of my favorite saints because he's just so real. And, you know, he lived at the very beginning of the, of the church in 5th century. And he was a, a searcher. I mean, as a young man, as a teenager, as a young adult, he, he struggled uh, to, to figure out what, what God was even and he was like where do I look what, do, what is life all about he had these deep desires of his heart but he couldn't quite figure out where to, where to where to live out those desires and so he looked at a lot of places and he uh tried his weird religions and you know uh, he uh, immersed himself in in the world and uh trying to find you know meaning of his life and money sex power all this he fathered a child out of wedlock uh and it, it was, but it was his search, and he had a lot of people praying for him. His mother was a devout Catholic Monica, St. Monica, and she prayed for him, and cried for him, and begged him, and cajoled him. And eventually he had this like, huge conversion. And, and, you know, entered the church with, uh, with his brother, uh, Patricius, and, and uh, eventually you know, he became a bishop, and, Wrote a, wrote a bunch of stuff, but he wrote the first uh, biography autobiography in western literature right? and and there's a part in the, in the, in the it 's called the Confessions and he, he writes about his experience, his conversion and what that felt like and you know because as I said, he, he immersed himself in the world and he used the world in weird ways and sinful ways even and, and so he says in one of these passages that's well known to so many, uh, he said, I, I immersed myself and created things, the world. I immersed myself and created things, but had you not created them, meaning God, God, if you had not created them, they would not have been at all. You flashed, you shone, you broke through my blindness. You shouted, you broke through my, my deafness. Uh, I hungered and thirst for you, and now I want more. Uh, you breathed your fragrance on me, and now I pant for you. You touched me, and I burned for your peace. Now, what are what did what are those? What what just happened there? He experienced conversion, God relationship with the Lord through his eyes, his ears, his taste, uh, his smell, and his touch through the five senses. That's what those, those descriptors are, just were. So you can know God through your experience of the world. And indeed, that's how God has chosen to come to us, in the flesh, not some distant God who uh, demands fealty from a distance not ever, in, not ever engaging with but to the extent that he actually comes down and takes on our flesh so that God can experience what we do. And in, in doing that, we can now experience what God calls us to in our flesh, through our eyes, through our taste, through our hearing, through our smell, huh? through our sight. He calls us to Him. And so like, you know, with Augustine, he had this experience of God through his, his world, through his family, through his work, through his writing, through his intelligence, what he looked at and what he heard, what he was able to experience, you know, through his hands. That's how he experienced God. And it wasn't easy for him. It was a hard journey. He made a ton of mistakes. But what he discovered was that it was through all those experiences, even the ones that were challenging, even the ones that were sinful, even the ones that didn't make sense to him, God was reaching out to him through those things to draw him to holiness, draw him to his life, draw him to his vocation, draw him to, to the answers of all the questions that he had. Because we have a lot of questions. Here on this Feast of the Epiphany, we're we're, we're the wise men. We're, We're journeying to the Lord, and we have a long distance to go. And look at the wise men. They, coming from their kingdoms, and they had money, and they had power, and they had intelligence, they had all these things. And they left it to go look for the answer. All these questions. And they left all that they had, and they went to look for the answer. They went to look for the Lord. That God would call them in their experience to come to some greater understanding of who they were and what they were about, and that they said yes. And isn't that the critical thing? Aren't we with the wise men journeying to the Lord today, but we have to, we have to actually say yes to that and say, Lord, yes, I have a lot of questions, but it's through the experiences of my life that I'm gonna to come to the answer. But I have, to, I have to say yes to that. I can't just sit, sit back and wait for you to, to, to make it all happen for me. I have to engage the world through the world to get to you. I have to go through, through, through everything that I have. So here, look at this. You're, I, we talk about questions. What are your questions? And we have questions about, you know, what am I going to do with my life? What should I study in college? Why did this person break up with me? Why do I look the way I do? Why don't I have as much money as somebody else? Why am I struggling in my job? Why do my kids act this way? Why do my parents act this way? You know, what, what do you want me to do with my life? Why is faith so hard? Why, you know, why don't my kids go to church? You know, did I do something wrong? Or why did this person die? Why did this marriage fail? Why, you know, who am I going to marry? We have questions, and they're all good ones. But it's through the questions that the Lord is going to reveal himself to you. But you can't just wait for that to happen. You have to engage it and work at it. Here's an example. Uh, We just recently, this last Wednesday, we had uh, two college kids uh, join us on Wednesday night for a kind of a roundtable discussion. Uh, And we invited everybody to come, and these two kids were there, uh, Max is uh, from Purdue, and he's a senior, and he's uh, an enge- uh, aerospace engineering student, studying. And there was Claire, and she's a junior uh, at Notre Dame, or at St. Mary's in Notre Dame. She's studying marketing. All right. What was the point of the conversation? Why do we invite them? Because they're both trying to live out their faith. And, and is there a more interesting environment to, to, to work at faith in college, right? with all the things that go on in that, in that environment. All the, you know, you're studying, and you've got friends, and you've got freedom, and you've got the, the culture, and you've got the crazy propaganda that some of these colleges are going after. I mean, it's a, it's a wild thing. So I was like, what? This has got to be a great conversation. Well, Claire, uh, same Mary's, Notre Dame, uh, had this great story. She, you know, she uh, St. Mary. I don't know if you heard it in the news, but St. Mary's in Notre Dame, it's an all-girls school. So all the people that signed up for that and paid tuition for that were signing up because they wanted to go to an all-girls school. And St. Mary's kind of uh, decided this year that they were going to uh, open up enrollment to um, men who identify as women. And and so you know, Claire's like, well, here I am trying to live my faith. I'm trying to be a woman I, that's learning and trying to discover her power as a as a Christian uh, woman. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm just trying to do the thing, and now I've got this weird thing. And and she said She was worried about the the safety of, of the women there. She was worried about the mission of the school. She was worried about the you know people being pulled away from uh, you know Scripture and our you know our Catholic faith. And so she put a group of you know, she and a group of friends got together and they pushed back. Well, the media picked it up, and it was in the news, and it was there was enough pressure brought to bear, especially by the bishop and and by people who were donators to the college, that finally the college just said, you know what, we're not going to do that. Was a mistake. We shouldn't have done that. Well, you know, Claire said, I, you know, I asked her in the in the panel discussion. I said, w- what was that difficult for you? She goes, absolutely, because I, I had people who were friends of mine who all said were angry at me because. They were trying to do what the school was trying to do, where they were trying to be supportive, and 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 they had people who didn't get, who were there, who don't, who don't practice the faith or go to mass, and they don't get the mission. She goes, well, I had a lot of people angry at me, even people in, in the administration were upset with me, and teachers who wouldn't speak to me. Um, and this is a Catholic college, a Catholic all-girls school, and she goes, that was extremely hard to the extent that I wondered if I should even come back and you know finish there and go someplace else. But then she realized, you know what? It's through these difficult experiences that my faith is growing, that I am discovering my power as a Catholic woman. And she goes, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a, uh, like liberating. Through the difficult experience, the struggle she went through, she discovered uh, a pathway to a deeper practice knowledge and love of her Catholic faith. Isn't that what we were just talking about? Isn't that what Augustine went through? Isn't that what the wise men are seeking? To, to go through the experiences of their life and use the things in the, and that the Lord has given them to come to a deeper understanding of what the Lord has for them. The wise men were Zoroastrians. They were pagans. They were Persians. And yet, here they are, leaving everything behind to seek the answer to the questions. We all have questions. We just, I just went through them. But there's only one answer, and it's Jesus. He's the answer to all the deepest desires of our hearts. And it isn't through, or it isn't in spite of the struggles that we go through, or the or the, the failures that we experience, or the you know the, the the questions that we have, or the anxieties and you know the wondering. It's it's through those things, not in spite. It's through those things. Do not be afraid to invite the Lord into the things that you struggle with, because it's in those things that you struggle with. When you give them to the Lord, that He's going to reveal the path that He has to you for you. That's what, like the epiphany, Jesus is revealing himself to the nations, and the nations are coming to him, and we need to, like, and the, the gifts are about to come forward. In a certain sense, isn't that like the magi taking their gifts and bringing them to the, to the Christ so that the Christ can take their gifts and give them back the gift himself? An understanding of how we fit in to our vocations and our marriages and our friends and our families and, and and all the he's the answer So when you the gifts come forward that's your gift what is your gift that you're giving to the lord today what is the question that you have that's most important for you uh today or this year that you want the lord to help you with so that you can discover your path in this life in a better Fuller sense, discover your power as a Catholic Christian in the world making a difference and sharing that light with the people around you. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Um, Augustine said later, I'll end it with this. Augustine said later in a different place, he said, "Uh, Lord Jesus, thank you for calling me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you uh, for dying for me. Thank you for healing me. And Lord Jesus, please don't stop loving me. Don't stop calling me. Don't stop healing me so that I can share that healing and that call and that love with others. Amen.